Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode two of the Matt and Matt O'Scale Train podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me is... Matt Suzuha, your other co-host. How are you doing tonight, Matt? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm excited to talk about this, and I'm kind of sad to talk about our topic Me tonight. too. I absolutely agree. And uh, just so everyone knows, our topic today will be MTH is closing their doors. Uh, they'll be closing in 2021, and we're going to talk about the closing, um, how it's going to affect the industry, um, MTH trains that we have, how we feel about it, um, and just some other things too as well. So uh, I'll go ahead and start it out. So I'm going to read um, the MTH post about Mike Wolf retiring. So, and this was made on, let's see, June 8th. So uh, Columbia, Maryland, uh, June 9th, 2020, MTH Electric Trains, President Mike Wolf has announced his retirement and the closure, <laughs> excuse me, of his business effective June 1st, 2021. Below is the text of his announcement sent to MTH Tra Electric Trains Authorized Retailer Network on the evening of June 8th, 2020. So obviously he sent this out the, the you know, the night before uh, he announced it on the website. So uh, June 8th, 2020, dear loyal MTH customers, first on behalf of MTH Electric Trains, I want to thank you for the support and encouragement you've shown my company over our 40-year journey from humble beginnings and a lot of hard work, we were able to build one of the world's largest model train manufacturers, one unquestionably buoyed by your unwavering support. In particular, I'm proud that MTH has released more models than any train manufacturer in the history of the hobby. The variety, quality, and infusion of technology throughout our offerings allowed MTH Electric Trains to help bring enjoyment to all who share our wonderful hobby. It is therefore with mixed emotions that I tell you I've decided to retire in 2021 and close the business. The last two MTH catalogs are 2020 Volume 2 and our 2020 HO catalog and all non-delivered items from our 2020 Volume O gauge catalog, 2020 Ready to Run train set catalog, 2019 to 2020 S gauge catalog, and 2019 to 2020 G gauge catalog will feature the last products produced by MTH Electric Trains. The new items featured in all these catalogs will be available beginning summer 2020 through April 2021 and will carry our limited one-year warranty supported by our authorized service center network and the MTH service department. Upon our closings in May 2021, our ASC network will provide warranty coverage through April 2022. A list of MTH authorized service centers is available on the MTH website and will be updated as MTH authorized retailers join the program over the coming months. MTH Electric Trains would have not enjoyed success without the support of the MTH authorized retailer network. While traditional retail has changed significantly over the la over the past decade, the independent hobby shop has been truly uh, has been and continues to be the most important cog in our distribution train. I truly appreciate the support and friendship that these shops have shown MTH. I wish all of them good luck and prosperity in the years to come. Finally, I want to thank all my employees for their hard work over the years. Most of them have been with me for decades and their loyalty and talents were paramount to our success. With thousands of tools and model molds and wealth of intellectual property, our new model railroading company, um, a new model railroading company may arise from my former company as I entertain various options and buyers. One scenario is a new company organized and owned by members of my current staff. 
their decades of experience, work ethic, and creative talent will ensure success regardless of who owns the assets while providing a welcome bridge between the 40 years and the future. The remainder of my time will be busy as we clear out our inventory and other miscellaneous items accumulated over the past 40 years. As that process evolves, we we will be offering consumer and retailer purchase opportunities. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your loyal support for all these years. Mike Wolf, President, MTH Electric Chain Trains. So, yeah, um, very bittersweet. Um, it, I I think the, the most surprising thing is it just kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, right? yeah. Nobody had any idea. You know, like within the first like 10 minutes of the announcement, I threw up something real quick on my channel, basically like going stupid. You know, it's like nobody knew the employees didn't, the employees found out like hours before we found out. It's like, you know, holy cow. I mean, I can't believe it. I, I still can't believe it. It's been like two months. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, 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 I completely read you too. I was, I, I, that was just the one thing that I didn't think was going to appear uh, on my O gauge, uh, I think I saw it in the O gauge forum. Yeah, so just, that's what I found. All of a sudden, there was a, yeah, all of a sudden there was a post that said MTH closing, and I'm like, okay, what is this? Is this like a joke or something? And then I click on it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Me too. Like, I thought it was a joke too. And then I look, yeah. I'm thinking, no, this ain't no joke. And whoa, boy, yeah, it's like a, I, it's I, like a 15 page thread on the forum. We'll link it down in the show notes. But uh, it's can't believe it. Yeah, so just just to kind of give some history too, that uh, you know, uh, Mike Wolf started assembling and selling trains like when he was like twelve in 1973 for Williams Electric, Electric Trains. So uh, I was born in 1973, so so <laughs> he was out there selling trains as a twelve year old in 1970. That's where he's only twelve years older than I am, but. Uh, wow. um, and then he started uh, producing reproductions of vintage trains manufactured by Lionel Corporation in the early 70s. And then by 1980, uh, he was operating his own mail order business selling Williams trains and parts out of his own bedroom in his parents' home. And then I believe uh, he bought or uh, Williams decided to get out of the O-Gage. So he like bought all their tooling. And uh, from there, it kind of went on and he, uh, you know, he, he did some stuff for Lionel and then... Uh, there's some trouble there and with some licensing stuff, uh, he branched off on his own and just created MTH electric trains. And, and uh, man, there's just, you know, there's some great, great products by MTH. Uh, and I really, really hope that somebody buys the company or the employees take it over because there's just uh, in the, uh, in the note that I read, before, I mean, they were right about like offering the m most unique trains in the industry. Like, it's true. Like, he does, uh, I should say he, but MTH does so many localized trains, uh, like small, like yard trains. Yeah, just railroads that like Lionel will probably never do. Mm -hmm. um, MTH is like, Sure, we'll do that. Well, you know, th there's a market. Somebody out there likes that railroad. We're going to go ahead and do it. Even if we just produce, you know, I don't know, 500 units, we'll, we're going to make it. And uh, that was the one thing that really kind of like brought me to MTH um, was 
more or less all of the the localized Chicago stuff because uh, you know I'm a big fan of Metra. I'm a big fan of MTA uh, C, uh, CTA subway trains. I have my share of both. <laughs> I have like five five CTA subway sets. I have two F40 Metra engines. Um, I have um, a couple of uh, E8 Metra engines. Um, and obviously those things will never be sold ever. <laughs> uh, now that I know this is happening, I know early on, uh, K-Line did make, uh, some Metro, uh, a Metra F40 engine. Um, but, um, that was that, that line now has, has officially never made one there themselves. And I, I don't foresee them making one. I guess they're so. trying to get the license from Metro, but. I guess I'll find out. Oh, they out. are. Yeah. When it did oh. their F40s, God, when was that? Like 16, I think. Whenever they made yeah, those. They... Um, I guess they were going to say that they're going to try to do Metros sometime down the line. So who knows? Well, Maybe they have the tool. They have, they have the tooling, right? Oh, man. Dude, cool. I would love, I would love to see the, because those F- M-Track F40s, uh, legacy F40s are awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, Man, if they could turn the, the with the sound set in there with the metro engines that would be impressive mm-hmm. i absolutely agree and then you know like for me you know i'm new york fan so the mta subways i mean holy cow you talk about a market i mean mth if they could have a whole market just in the subways alone be it cta mta whatever you could have a market just in the traction stuff yeah you really could. And then like you were saying to mention some of the models, I mean, like for me, my uncle, he has the, uh, CNW E4 Hudson. What a model. Holy smokes. That really is a great piece. He had his upgraded to a proto three. It's an amazing engine. Then there's other pieces too. Like around my area, the, uh, PL and E a two Berkshire. That one comes to mind right away. Lionel's never touched that. There's a lot of things that are MTH only. You know, like you and I are talking about the subways, you know, CTA. Nobody's done CTA except for MTH, as far as I know. As far as I know, MTH is the only one that's ever done C- um, CTA subways. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as far as MTA, you know, Lionel's done three subways, but they were back 2009, I think was their first one, which I have. And then they did two more in 2010 and that's been it. So for the past 10 years, we've had three subways from Lionel and I'm not going to count the M sevens. Those are different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know they had lion chief ones come out, but yeah, for, uh, if we're counting like actual full fledged, you know, legacy, um, you know, command controlled subways. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised they still have the tooling. They haven't, um, you know, I don't know. I maybe is there just not a high demand for subways? And I mean, we could have an entire, uh, we'll, and I'm sure we'll have oh, an yeah. entire episode about subways mm-hmm. uh, in the future here at uh, on the Mad Mad Skill Train podcast because um, we could talk. Oh yeah, we could have we a whole episode about just on subway subways. trains. But I don't know. Is there just? I mean, I see people ask about it all the time in the, in the forum about like, hey, Lionel, when are we going to get some subways? So. Mm-hmm. I guess they're yeah. I guess they're reworking them, kind of like they're reworking the Acela um, okay. to uh, improve it. But I guess time will tell. Yeah, I just it's I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it. So me too. Um, I'm really like, and 
I don't know about you, but uh, I've been really kind of um, my fingers have been itching on some of the uh, CTA stuff that's still out there that I'm like, oh, man, should I buy this or? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I did buy it. So the last CTA set I bought, I, I bought the uh, the um, the big blue CTA, uh, you know, with the big blue oval it says CTA on the on the ends of the cars. And that was from last year. Um, and I, I bought that set and the, the expansion set. But now I'm kind of um, I don't know that the pink line train, that pink um, line set's kind of, really cool. I'm thinking about going in for that eventually. Yeah. I, that kind of has me kind of thinking, I'm like, uh, you know, it's if, you know, if CTA doesn't, uh, if nobody else ever gets a license and this is definitely MTH's last hoorah, um, you know, I'm never going to be able to buy, you know, this stuff again. Not that I really need another <laughs> CTA yeah. subway set, but I just, I love subways and it's just, it's one of those things. And I have my own, in my layout, I have a, an entire raised elevator track just dedicated for subways. Um, you know, I can only run one subway up there at the moment, but, um, but you know, that's, I, I wanted a subway elevated line on my, on my layout. Uh, just because I, I just think they look they look cool and and uh, even with the CTAs being uh, Rail King line, um, you know I, they look great. They sound fantastic. The sound sets they put in there are just like you would think you're on a CTA train with the announcements and the stops are all correct. And um, I just started uh, putting. They're easy to put figures in. I just started putting figures in my uh, in my blue set. Um, I already finished uh, one car. Um, and I'm going to finish the rest of them. Um, don't even you, know, you open four screws and the thing comes off and it, you know, you could take you like 10, 15 minutes to do a car. So pretty easy stuff. Oh yeah. And you know, like, likewise for me with the New York city, you know, you got the New York city stops and, uh, the guy who did the announcements, Dennis Shore, he actually passed away, I think back in November, I think it was so, but, uh, he's no longer with us, but they got a guy who's just as good, if not better doing the announcements but those sets likewise with this cta stuff you know awesome stuff whatever section of the america you're in for subways you got whatever you have if you're new york chicago uh they do the trolleys you got you know boston and all kind any city you really want they got a trolley for you so you know i really think that that's going to be the biggest thing that i'm going to miss is all the the subway stuff yep Yep, I agree. I do have uh, I do have a streetcar. I have a uh, PS3, uh, St. Louis, St. City of St. Louis, uh, Illinois Terminal streetcar, but it's Illinois Terminals based off of uh, St. Louis uh, in St. Louis. So all the stops are St. Louis. But I love that little streetcar, and I have a trolley. I have the Christmas trolley uh, from a couple years ago. Um, I kind of wanted to get another trolley. Uh, they didn't make a Chicago trolley. Um, but they do have a couple other like New Jersey and they got a couple other different, uh, uh, locales in there that I might think about picking up. Cool. But, uh, getting off the trains and stuff, cause I'm, we'll have a whole nother episode of the podcast yeah, on trains and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> as far as other models, you know, I just got in the other day, a no fucking Western J from the nineties, 1997 to be exact. And wow, what a model that thing, you know, when you look at and see back in the nineties, what kind of craftsmanship they had way back then. And you look at now it's amazing to think in the nineties, what this was like. I mean, 
I, I was born in 99. So this was before my time, but I could only imagine being someone in the nineties and seeing all this scale revolution of all the scale stuff that we know today coming into fruition. I think it's just so cool. That engine. I love that thing. It's great. I saw it on your YouTube channel. I, 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 at that, I commented too. It was, it's, it's fantastic looking and it sounds like I was like, wow, that's Proton one. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And a nice smoker too. That thing was smoking up a chimney. Oh yeah. So it's great. And plus two, you know, those older engines, you know, you want to talk about build quality. I never, I want to see a new engine today that was built like that was back in the nineties. That engine, you know, I would much rather take a dead or even a working proto one and convert it to a Proto 3 or a TMCC Legacy, whatever you want. I would much rather do that than go spend $1,400 on a new one today. I would much rather spend, let's say, 6 on the engine and maybe, you know, three, 400 for a kit. So 1000 all in for a new old stock engine, I guess, if you want to call it that. That's what yeah. I would do any day. There, The one thing I noticed, too, even with the older, uh, older MTH and the older Lionel, like around that, you know, 19, uh, you know, 2000 era, um, that there's a lot, they put a lot of details. Like I have a, I have a, um, so I have a Santa Fe E8 from 2003. I have the, the ABA, uh, well, it came as an AA and then there was a B unit, but I have the 2000 and I think it's 2002, 2003. Um, but it's CMCC, but, the level of detail, like it has fans on top that spin <laughs> like actual motor spinning top fans to, to simulate, you know, the, the, the exhaust, uh, fans on top of, uh, of the, of the, I'm sorry. Did I say E8? PA? I apologize. El- Elko PA. Hmm. Yeah. I have the Elko, Elko PA set. I want that one. And, um, yeah, it just like in some of the older MTH stuff too. Like the amount of detail they put on that thing is uh, remarkable compared to like some of the detail you see now. It's almost like back then they actually their tooling was the same, but you know they 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 spent a lot of time making sure that the uh, you know the details were accurate, and then they put a lot of um, uh, added separately added detail onto these uh, into these engines. Mm-hmm. So. You can tell a lot of thought went into them. I mean, not that there's not thought put into the, them today, but it seems like back then they had a lot of thought put into them. Yep. What was the what was the do you know what the cost of that of your J was like back then? Back like in then, 1999? Uh, let's see. I was curious. I'll tell you. Okay. I want to say it was like a thousand or something but let me look that's not bad then because i mean seeing that that's about pretty much what they kind of cost now right so let's see 9.99 even okay all right so really like pricing really hasn't changed all that much i mean i think i think ps3 steamers now Premier steamers are like what, maybe eleven hundred or so, something like that. Let me, I'll pull up the new J just for comparison. Now the new the new J it also has the smoking whistle in it, so okay. which I mean that's kind of a cool feature. Yeah, uh, let's see what we have here. 
Let's see. They are twelve ninety nine. Okay. So I mean, really, for a twenty year difference, three hundred dollars. That's really that's the price of a PS three kit. <laughs> so. Yep. That's really not too bad. Now I don't I don't have a older um I do own a PS1 <laughs> um uh MTH set I I own the um uh the uh Rail King Burlington Pioneer Zephyr. Oh that's a cool set. one. Yeah, I bought it on eBay like I don't know I don't know 8 years ago 7 8 years ago. It's from like 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's just PS1, um, no command control here. But I couldn't run, you know, I couldn't run MTH's Premier Set or Lionel's because they wanted, um, they all had like really huge curves. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I love that. I, I'm, you know, I was hoping, really hoping that in the last couple of years. And I even like, I think I even put something on their Twitter and I even, uh, you know, made a note somewhere, uh, on the, on the, in the Ogage forum several years ago, um, that, you know, Hey, can you guys make a PS3 pioneer Zephyr Bur- rail King pioneer Zephyr set? That, that, <laughs> so been cool. that was, yeah, I was really hoping. Yeah. For, you know, for us with the smaller, uh, you know, they had the tooling for it, obviously. Yeah. So obviously they could make it. Um, but, you know, that's okay. Um, I, I, I'm going to hold on to it. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really have all my stuff is command controlled. So I'd have to hook up like a throttle to my layout to run it and stuff like that. But, um, still definitely worth it. If I have to, you know, if I want to run it, I can always throw some track down and up and put a little, uh, you know, uh, throttle up and, and just do it myself. But, um, yeah, I really like the, the, even the older MTH stuff is just great. All right, so you're talking about MTH. I think one of the things we definitely should talk about is the command system, DCS. I agree. I agree. I am a big, big, big fan of DCS. Um, different from uh, uh, TMCC and Legacy uh, enough that it kind of set itself apart. Um, the biggest difference, obviously, is that DCS was talked both ways. Mm-hmm. Bidirectional communication. Um, which was kind of cool because you could see, you could check your remote. Uh, you could see how many miles were on an engine. Um, you could get diagnostics. You could, um, I remember like, you know, am, am I getting enough voltage? You can hit a button and see if the voltage, if the DCS signal was high enough. Um, very, very cool. Like I thought that was really, really cool that, um, that you could go both ways with the, uh, with the DCS system. I think it, uh, um, opened up a really big avenue for, um, you know, being able to do a lot more things than you could on the TMCC side, which um, unfortunately, if you want to do still, even legacy doesn't like uh, the legacy system doesn't have, it's not both ways. It's still one way, uh, but you can put the Lionel control system uh, tracks and stuff on your layout and you can trigger stuff that way, but it's still not a true, two-way communication it's not quite Uh, the same they tried but it's not yeah it's definitely not there yet yep but yeah it's it's um uh let me see if i can uh find the uh the uh the dc unless you know the dcs uh 
calendar like uh when it was um i think it was started in oh in uh 2000 and came to market in oh two something like that okay and then so that was proto sound that was proto sound uh, one okay so two came around 2002 you said two was two was 2000 i actually have uh their very first proto two engine they made was a pennsylvania railroad e6 and okay. uh, so that was their very first. It's in one of their catalogs. That that was the very first Proto Two. Okay, gotcha. Mm. And then um, two thousand and I'm gonna guess like what was it? Two thousand and twelve is when Proto Sound Three came out. Well, tec- is that about right? Technically, Proto Three started in HO, and when they started in HO in two thousand four, and it started to come into O scale. I think. Yeah, I think 2012 was fully in the line. I think around 2010, it slowly started. It started with Premier Steam, then the Premier Diesel, and then it went to Rail King Steam and Diesel. Now it's in everything, or was. Oh, I didn't. I did not know that it started in HO. Mm-hmm. That is that is new to me. I did. I didn't realize that. Of course, I'm not. I you know I'm not into HO, so um, <laughs> not surprising that I didn't know that. <laughs> but that's that's curious. I I wasn't aware of that. I have, um, you know, I, I have uh, still um, my some of my subways are ProtoSound two, uh, and I still have a couple of ProtoSound two engines, and I they're they're, they're fine. I I love the fact that when MTH did it, like, it, it, and one of the one of the great things I should say, like one of like the top five things that MTH did right is that they took all of their engines and said. Guess what? We're just going to put ProtoSound 2 in everything, mm-hmm. no matter the no matter the level. If it's a tier 1 for kids, if it's a tier 2 for the enthusiasts, or if it's a tier 3 for the, you know, the you know the the hardcore model railroader, we're going to give everybody the same command system and then, you know, make it easier for everybody to get into it and understand and so that way people can get into it and they, they just, they can buy the DCS system and now they, they can just buy whatever level of trains that they want. Um, you know, something that I really was hoping that Lionel was going to say, you know what, we're going to put legacy in everything. Um, hello team CC's legacy is technically team CC. It runs on a different bandwidth, but it, it, it's technically the same thing, I guess. But um, I always kind of wish Lionel would do that, make it easy. But, um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite things that about DCS that uh, that MTH took is that you know they really made it simple for people to get into it and say, look, you bought our DCS system. Guess what? You can now buy any PS2 or PS3 equipment, and you're good to go. No, I absolutely agree. You know, like with Lionel doing the Lion Chief stuff, as nice as the Lion Chief engines are for their sets. You know, they talked when the Lion Chief system first came out, they talked about having a staircase that goes from Lion Chief directly to Legacy. Well, they still haven't built said staircase yet because Lion Chief, you still cannot run it with your Lionel Legacy or Team CC system. It's its own dedicated remote or the universal remote, and that's it. No conventional even. It's that own remote, and that's your, that's it. So as far as MTH goes, like you said, when you buy a ready-to-run set, 
you have Proto 3. You can run it with its own. Uh, now Nowadays, they have the little Wi-Fi thing that it comes with. But if you get mm-hmm. the full-fledged DCS, you can run that same train. It's not obsolete. You can run it 20 years down the road if you want. Which yep. is just, that's fantastic. Yeah, the only thing that, that, that at least now that they're doing, the only, um, the only thing that you can do is run Bluetooth because they're putting Bluetooth in everything. But, you know, that's not the most efficient way to run your trains. <laughs> no, I'm... It, 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 it's fine, but it's not a it's not a you know, it's not a command system. Right. I mean, I, I don't even know, like, how you would even. Can you run? I don't think you can even run multiple trains. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, you can have multiple trains in the app. But you can't like do like a lash up like you do in command. You can't do that. Right, exactly. Yeah, you can't do any advanced stuff. It's just like, well, pick a train on your layout. You're running that train right now. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to run the other train, well, you're gonna have. To, I, I don't. I'm not. I, don't quote me on that. I'm not for sure. I'm not sure if you can swap like start up a train with Bluetooth, start it, move the throttle, have it go, and then switch to another train, and then went on Bluetooth and start that one up too. That, I'm not 100 sure you that's can possible. Do. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you can have okay. like I think you can have three engines in the Bluetooth app at a time, but you can okay. only you can only control one at a time. If right. You know, okay. if you get what I'm going on. Yep. But uh, no, I agree that DCS is hands down the the way to go. As far I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Legacy. I mean, I love everything that Lionel does, but DCS as far as user friendly. I really think it's the way to go in this Wi-Fi system that they have. I've, I don't own it. I want to get it, but my uncle has it and I've used it. It's fantastic. That remote just goes to dust when you run the Wi-Fi. I, so I have the DCS Wi-Fi and I have, I've had it now for over two, three years and that's all I use. I, I do not even pick up my remote anymore. My DCS remote. I am 100% using the app and uh i love it it's and i mean just to go back on on the power of dcs um the one thing that dscs can do is you can not only run your mth trains but you can also run your team cc and legacy trains Mm -hmm. and you could do it you can use the remote a handheld remote and you can use the the wi-fi remote as well yeah uh the wi-fi app to run so dcs can run everything Mm -hmm. you can do conventional too that you could, it, it was very, very, very universal uh, when uh, MTH got that out. They basically made it powerful, so it kind of worked with everything, you know, which was, I think, very, very nice. And it allowed people to have different types of setups, but, you know, be able to um, uh, just easily just install the DCS system and have different you know oh well you know this trains person one so i gotta run this one with person one which you can do with the with the app too mm-hmm. um uh but this trains person two on this track so i gotta run that i can run that one in command control and it just allowed this you know a, it was very powerful for what it could do mm-hmm. and plus not only can you do trains of any kind you can also do switches and accessories too you are correct, and you can do that through the Wi-Fi app too. Mm-hmm. So whatever you yep. whatever you can do with uh, the remote, you can do with the app, and it just it's really cool stuff. I really wish that uh, you know with the Lionel with their Wi-Fi, the iCab app, 
it's cool, but you yeah. can't do everything the remote can do. Which, I mean, a lot of the features on the remote, there's some of them that I barely use. But, you know, yep. it, it is nice to know that with MTH, everything you can do with that remote, although the remote is dated, you can do it with the app and there's nothing that it can't do. I really wish, though, that they would have done a color remote like the Legacy remote. But what can we get, you know? Yeah, and just to kind of go back on your comment about um, about uh, Lionel's app i do have that i have the lionel wi-fi system uh it is not like the dcs uh wi-fi oh no um it is very convoluted Uh, i i don't dislike it um but it it's number one it's only available on ios oh yeah so i mean you don't have an iphone or an ipad uh you're not running you're not running um now this is uh, just for clarification, we're talking about Lionel's um, Wi-Fi app uh, control app, not the Bluetooth one. That one that one works on Android and everything. This is specifically their 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 LCS specific uh, Wi-Fi app, which again, it's just it's you know it, it's just I've not gotten used to it. I've tried to use it. And every time I want to use it, I'm like, ah, I'll just pick up my legacy remote, which I love. I love my legacy remote. I love holding it. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, you know, if I were to say like which two, you know, did things right, I, I think Lionel definitely did the handheld right with their legacy remote, and and MTH did their the Wi-Fi uh, uh, application for smartphones right with their uh, with their dcs wi-fi app I, I i couldn't agree more i mean you know the lionel i've tried to use it it works okay but it just i'd much rather pick up the remote yep uh, although like i said complete complete opposite with mth i'd much rather pick up my phone but you know well they they they, they came out with that remote and what two at the beginning for protosound 2 and they never they nope. never changed it so the only thing they changed was the thumbwheel design which when they changed it it became it went from good to crap as far as <laughs> yeah, i'm concerned I yeah i know that's been a big complaint with people with the with that little thumbwheel which i i agree it's it's very kind of weird to use sometimes my uncle he has the early version of the remote with the old thumb wheel oh god that wheel is like touching silk oh, oh really it's oh. awesome uh, it doesn't have any like weird space like the problem with the new thumb wheel like on my remote is that there's there maybe like a 30 second of an inch on each side of space it's just enough to get the thumb wheel off track sometimes and when it's off track you gotta replace the whole wheel Oh, it's no fun. I've had it happen to me a couple times. It's like, come on. <laughs> what can you do? So let's uh, let's just do something fun here. How about we? Um, what are your What are some of your favorite MTH engines of all time? Oh boy, of all time. Well, let me disclude the subways because that's that's its own thing. But um, as far as all time, like I said, I was 90s is my thing. You know, I was born in 99. So any of that 90s, 2000s stuff. Oh, if I had to pick my favorite, favorite steam or diesel, or does it matter? 
pick pick a steam pick a pick a steam pick a diesel okay uh steam god probably either the e4 or the a2 okay diesel oh boy okay how about this we'll pick an electric how about the gg1 okay all right the diesels i don't know about diesels Trying to think of something different. Uh, well, diesel. Okay, we'll wrap a turbine. How about a, one of the turbines? Like the big blow or something. Okay. Yours? Um, so for me, um, diesel-wise, it would have to be my Metra F40. Um, without a doubt. Um, just It's so personal to me. I, I worked downtown for eight years. I rode Metra for eight years. Um, so that engine has, um, you know, it's very personal to me. And the one I have is actually my actual line that comes through my town. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So, so, uh, you know, because the the stop randomizer and the things, you know, the, the stop voice on there is random, but sometimes it will say, uh, this stop Elmhurst, which is actually my stop. Oh, that's really (laughs) cool. I mean, like, how do you get better than that? Right? Like what's... All right, so to go back on favorite steam engine for me, uh, I had a I had an Imperial Triplex, um, which um, now the the um, the tender drivers weren't motorized at all, um, but they did move on their own. But this thing was, I mean, for a Rail King Imperial version, um, was really really cool. It is, and it's one of the most detailed engines. Uh, Imperial engines that I've ever owned. It was had a really cool whistle to it. So, um, yeah, that would be probably my favorite steam engine by uh, MTH because I, I don't believe any other company, uh, any other uh, model railroad company ever did the triplexes, as far as I know. No, so. I know um, that, you know, I'm, a friend of mine, DJ, he's been asking Lionel, he's been wanting Lionel to do a Vision Line triplex for years. So circling back to DCS, there's one really cool thing that you can do with DCS that you cannot do with Lionel, and it's awesome, and that is changing the sound sets on the locomotives. Now, it goes beyond just changing the sound sets because there's a program out there, which is the ADPCM program, which for those of you guys who don't know ADPCM, that's a type of audio. And what this program allows you to do is is it allows you to... It allows you to edit the clips in the sound set itself. So there's when you open the program, you'll see a bunch of clips, and you can actually change each clip to be whatever you want. So if you want like a different horn in an engine or a different bell or you want it to have more crew talk or change the crew talk or whatever you want to do, you can do that in this program. So the power of changing the sound sets is really, really cool. And whether or not you just pick a different one off the site or you make your own, you can have a ball with doing it. I know I love it. It's awesome. I, um, um, so I recently just did. So here's the situation that happened. Um, when MTH released the last, uh, subway sets, rail King subway sets, um, a lot of people were having issues with the sounds. Um, they were just very low. I don't know if it was just low quality, but the voice, if you turned up the volume too high, uh, the voice was very garbled and, uh, MTH basically said, okay, we'll look at it. And they basically 
uploaded a new sound set. So if you search your model on the MTH Trains website, um, you can actually download the newest uh, sound set for your particular engine. And I was able to take that sound set, uh, use the, um, you know, the MTH's uh, loader loader set. Um, you know, you have to you have to plug your, you know, uh, one in into the TIU and then one into your computer and you load up the loader. And then you're able to download the, the and replace the sound set on your engine with the one that's whatever, you know, whatever you downloaded for. Um, and now the sound set on my CTA train is absolutely perfect. It's loud. It's it's absolutely clear. There's no distortion, no garbled. Um, and that's one of the great things about DCS is that, you know, if you get something with like if the sounds are bad or if um if if you need to reload the because the sound uh correct me if i'm wrong but that that sound package that's actually the whole actually information package for that particular model like how it behaves when you press buttons yeah. and stuff like that um so if you have problems you just if if sometimes you don't even have to send it in to mth you can just try to fix it yourself and you know i've i've replaced a sound set in my uh because I have the um, MTH uh, uh, Holiday MTH Metro Train uh, F40 as well, and I replaced the sound set in that. So I think this one has a little bit more Holiday uh, uh, PFA to it. Um, and I've done uh, Steamer in the past. Uh, so yeah, I, I I love that feature where you could upload and download uh, sound sets into it. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and you know that's one thing I wish Lionel would do, but can we do? Yep. All right. Well, I think if uh, if you want, let's just uh, let's hit on one last uh, um, kind of topic here about what we think the future of MTH is going to be, and maybe like what we what we think is going to happen and what we want to happen. Obviously, and I'll let you go ahead. And I'll let you go first. All right. So I think that what's going to happen, I really think that there's going to be nothing. I <laughs> I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but I really yeah. think that when MTH is called a quits, that's it. It's they called a quits. I, I really don't think that. I know that the parts in DCS are going to stay. However, the way I think of it, I'm worried because if there's yeah, there's parts and there's DCS, but right now there's nothing to put them in. Right now, as far as we know, it's Lionel and Third Rail only as far as command, and they're both legacy slash team CC. There is no DCS anymore as far as we're concerned. So it's like, sure, you got the parts, but there's nothing to put them in. So it's like, what good is the parts if there's nothing to put them in? At least that's my thinking. What I want to have happen is I want to see Lionel buy out the items that they don't have, like the CTA and New York City subways, the E4, the A, the A2, you know, the engines they don't have, I would like to see them buy them and use them. You know, sure, we'll have legacy in them, but that'll be just as cool, if not better than MTH. You know, like if you have the old school MTH unit, let's, let's say the E4. You know, if you have the E4 from, what was that, 2008 or whatever, you know, and Lionel comes out with a legacy version. Hey, why not go in for that too? So you have one of each, you know, or whatever the case may be. But I really hope that Lionel is going to go in for at least some stuff that they don't have and make it really their own as far as I'm concerned. So what do you think, Matt? 
Yeah, so I think uh, I think I'm on board with what you said. I I I don't you know I don't know how much Mike is asking or what he wants for the company, but I have a feeling that he's he's very going to be very uh, particular about who takes over the reins. And I don't if the if the deal isn't good enough, I think he's just going to be like, you know what, I'm just like, we're just going to move on. Um, I, I do know that there is a group that is taking over the DCS part, the command control system. Uh, I believe that was quoted and noted in the Ogage forums. And I think that's um, I've already heard people say that, you know, there there is there are people that are going to make sure that the command system lives on, that it gets updated if it needs, if the, um, the you know, for that particular piece. But as far as the actual engines themselves, the, the tooling and everything else, uh, yeah, I just, I have, you know, my gut is kind of telling me that it, it just may just, we may just see the last of, of, of these really cool, unique engines that we love. Now, what I would like to see, which, and again, anything is possible here, folks. Like, you know, this is just an opinion. Uh, I, I, you know, I think I agree with you, Matt. I think either two things, either a Lionel come in and say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to pick up all of this tooling that we don't have. And we're going to start making all this stuff that was, that were, you know, that was popular on the MTH side. Cause I'm sure Lionel knows what, what MTH was selling with what, you know, what was popular, what wasn't popular. Sure. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of diamonds on the mth tooling side there is some great tooling there that they could pull off um now that's the first thing uh number two is that somebody comes up and makes mike an offer and says you know what i'm gonna take over this company we're gonna keep it going you retire with your millions of dollars or you know whatever else (laughs) whatever mth is worth i don't know but you retire mike we're going to take it over and we're going to keep it going. And, you know, to me, that is the best scenario that I would hope for. Um, because, you know, because keep in mind, remember, like having multiple manufacturers in whatever hobby that you're in, whatever hobby you're in, having one, two, multiple, three, four, five, six, whatever is a good thing for the hobby, right? Oh, yeah. Because it, it helps keep costs down. It gives people options and it's very, very healthy for the, for the market. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have one manufacturer who has it all, well, sometimes you get stuck and now the pricing is, you know, they, they can set their own pricing. Uh, they could be a little bit more strict with what they do. Um, again, I'm not saying that this is what that's what's going to happen, but, you know, um, all I'm saying is the more manufacturers in, in your particular uh, hobby, the better f- for the consumer. So, oh, yeah. And, you know, real quick, let's just pick one engine that they both do. Let's talk about the aforementioned F40. You know, Lionel and MTH both do it. Well, if you want the MTH with your passenger announcements that Lionel does not have, you know, again, like you're saying, options. If you want MTH with the announcements, buy MTH with the announcements. If you don't care, then get the Lionel. But you know, you can, you have choices, at least for now. Yeah, the only, you know, the the only thing that Lionel offers that's a match to that is you'd have to, you'd have to have the, you buy the station sounds. Yeah, car. 
Um, that's and, and that's not really an exact direct equivalent because the great thing about MTH is, well, you just have to buy the engine uh, and you get PFA for passenger and freight. You don't have to buy any separate cars or anything to make things happen. Whereas Lionel, uh, number one, it has that particular line. They have to offer that station sounds card, right? Yeah. So it have to be offered. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just, I, I love the PFA, especially like for my Metra and my CTA and stuff like that. Like it really brings it, makes it very unique. Um, uh, now that that said, if Lionel came out with a F40 Metra, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah. I I would pre-order it. I would pre. Uh, I don't pre-order much, but I would 100% pre-order one. So. Sure, because <laughs> I'd love to see a Metro engine with Legacy in it. Mm-hmm. So, I absolutely agree. All right, well, um, you know, any any closing thoughts, Matt, before we uh, go to the end of the podcast? No, I think that just uh, this is just going to be a really weird couple of months here. It's May and twenty May of twenty one is going to be the end of it, and it's going to be a rough ride here, but. I guess we just got to wait and see and see what happens. It's, that's all we yep. can do, really. I agree. I agree. It's just one of those things that uh, maybe we'll get uh, maybe we'll get an early Christmas present and and uh, somebody will buy them and, and uh, make all us uh, MTH fans happy. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but uh, I wanted to thank everybody for listening. Um, again, uh, you know, this is our second uh, our second episode. We're really happy to be doing this podcast about O-Scale trains, which I think there needs to be a lot more O-Scale train podcasts out there. Um, We're going to come up with some great topics. We got all kinds of stuff planned for the future. Um, uh, But it's very important that, um, you know, to leave us feedback, um, whatever whatever system that you're downloading the podcast on, if there's a way to rate us or leave feedback, um, please go ahead and do that. Uh, Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we want to make this the best O-Scale Train podcast out there, uh, and we're looking forward to more episodes. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? They can find me on YouTube under Matt-TrainLover9943, and I also have a Facebook page under the same name. All right, and I can be found at West Chicago Railroad on YouTube. And uh, just so everybody knows, uh, my next uh, – I am working on the uh, – uh, believe it or not, the MTH North Shore Electroliner review. Oh, that's uh, that awesome. is my that that is going to be that is my next review. It should be up sometime within the next week. Um, it is uh, August 18th right now, so um, that should go up within the next week or so. Uh, really looking forward to uh, putting that on uh, YouTube and have and see what people say about it because I absolutely love that. <laughs> uh, again, that's another uh, Chicago. Uh, uh, early, um, you know, tra- mass transit vehicle, but I'll go over that in the video. But again, thanks everybody for listening. Um, and uh, this is uh, Matt and Matt uh, with the O Scale Train Podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Take care.